Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Girl Brave Podcast. My name is Jen, and today we are having an amazing artist on the show. I talked to this artist last week, and oh my gosh, talk about inspiration. So today we'll be talking to Teresa Melvin. She is a 13-year-old artist, really talented artist, and she recently got into taking her art and making NFTs. And she's been a speaker in many different conferences and her NFTs are selling and it's just fabulous. And she's 13 and she's a sweet gem of a girl. And I am excited for you to hear her story. So let's just dive in and of me talking. Let's dive in and meet Teresa. Here we go. Hi, Teresa. How are you today? Hi, um, I'm doing great. What about you? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. I think you're so talented. Before we get started, can you tell us or me how old you are and what grade you're in right now? Yeah, I'm 13 years old and I'm in eighth grade. Eighth grade. How's it going? Eighth grade. Eighth grade is pretty, it's pretty good. Awesome. (laughs) Okay, so you are an artist. Do you have any memory of your first drawing or how like how young you were when you first started doing art? Yeah, I was like I was around two, I think, when I started to actually uh start like drawing. Um I remember that I drew a lot of like people and uh I drew a lot of like houses, like just like simple houses, um and like trees and nature and stuff. Um, I, I drew a lot for that as well. So I love to draw on paper with like crayons or pastels or paint or markers, really. So you've yeah. been doing it ever since. Yeah, yeah. That's I great. I love that. I, I, I'm the same way. I, I remember seeing pictures of my kitchen floor all filled with like scribbles and stuff when I was little. So mm, that's, that's cool. awesome. Thank you. All right. So you use a tablet. Do you use Procreate to do your art these days? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever work on paper still or is it mostly digital? Um, Yeah, I do um, also do like paper drawings as well. Like I make digital artwork for final illustrations, uh, but daily I draw in my sketchbook, um, usually with like pencils or markers. And I love drawing um, characters and I love drawing like different poses and outfits and stuff. So I usually draw daily when I'm in school because I have some like extra time between lunch and in there. So yeah, yeah, I do draw daily and sometimes I post them on my social media sometimes. (laughs) How do you get inspired to do new poses? I feel like that's a little bit hard for me to like figure out new poses. Do you have a trick for that? Yeah. Um, Yeah, actually like it, it is really hard to draw poses, but, um, you know, I I use a lot of references for when I want to find like a cool pose because it's hard for me to just draw a pose. Uh, but, you know, studying from actual people in different cool poses um, with photos and Pinterest, um, that helps a lot. So you just keep practicing drawing those from reference and it'll like, it, it'll stick to your head. And that's kind of how that goes, yeah. All right. I'm going to have to try that because <clears throat> I just do one pose for every single character I draw. 
I also see that you use blue ink to sketch on your Procreate. What's the secret mm-hmm. with blue ink instead of, it's not really ink, but blue color instead of black? Um, I don't exactly know, but I do know, like, when I started sketching in blue, I, I saw a lot of, like, artists um, who do, like, on paper, they use, like, a blue pencil to draw because it's much easier to draw it with, you know, uh, to, like, color it. Um, so I, I, I use that for digital, not only because, like, um, I thought it looked cool, but it was easier for me to, um, you know, draw on top of it with black and it gave kind of a color to it. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it done too. I've not tried it. I think that would be better to use blue because then when you go over it with black for more of a final, you're not competing with your, with the same lines, right? Yeah. So what brushes do you like to use? Do you have a favorite go-to Procreate brush that you could share with us? Um, yeah, I have this one called dry ink. I use dry ink a lot for when I'm using line art, like a black line art. Um, and there's one, oh yeah, there's Tamar. I use Tamar a lot for coloring and shading and light. Um, so that's a really cool one. And there's one called sketch. That's a really good one when you want to have like little highlights here and there, which is like smooth lines. So I would say sketch, Tamar, and drying those are really cool ones and do you buy do you have to purchase those or are those part of procreate no it's all part of procreate so okay all right cool that's a great tip yeah all right so you started drawing characters ava ramona is it ava and ramona or is it ava ramona um well it's like two characters so you can say like ava and ramona but you know my uh project that's you know about to launch soon is called ava ramona so so tell me about that. Where did that come from? So Ava Ramona is like my new collection and it's about to launch soon. Um, it's going to be like a limited collection, edition collection of my two characters, Ava and Ramona. So like these two characters, they have like their own exclusive uh, traits and themes. Like Ava, um, she's a very positive person. She loves baking donuts and eating them as well. Um <laughs> Yeah, and she's always very calm and, you know, likes to stay optimistic. Um, And her best friend is actually Mona. Um, Her passion is into skateboarding. Um, So that's pretty cool. And she has a very, like, bold personality. Um, She's more of the, like, um, kind of person who's not afraid to, like, stick up for herself. So, you know, like, I, I, through these characters, I want to, like, inspire other kids because I see these two characters as part of my personality as well. Uh, like how Ava is positive like me and how, you know, I want to be, um, you know, stand up for myself a lot more, just like Ramona. So it's connected part, uh, it's connected to part of me. And that's what I want to do to other kids as well. And I, I created these characters before I entered the NFT space, actually. So I've had these characters for a few years. Um, so that's pretty cool um, that I could getting getting into this NFT space. I could, you know, show these characters to the world because they meant a lot to me. So, I have yeah. similar characters. They're called Pin Curl Girls and one of them is behind me. But I use them to give me confidence to express myself and almost like they're a sounding board to me where they're a friend where I can talk to them kind of while I'm drawing them and it's really helpful. So I imagine you have 
similar experiences with your two characters since you said that they are a piece of you. Yeah, like I can really like relate to that. And, uh, you know, about my Ava and Mona collection, I, I actually do have a website for that, which is pretty cool. So, you know, all the details will be updated in my new website, which is avaramona.art if you want to check it out. So pretty excited. <laughs> so how did you get into the NFT space? Uh, well, I, I got into this NFT space when my dad introduced me to it. Um, I got into it like last year in August, uh, before right before school started. Um, and, you know, when I learned NFTs, I was like able to quickly adapt to this like new technology. And, you know, more than selling the works, I was really excited on getting feedbacks from like amazing professionals that are like around the world. So that yeah, that might have not happened if I didn't jump into this NFT space at like an early stage. So yeah, I, I also saw a lot of like cool artists getting a lot of good exposure um, entering the NFT space and, you know, appreciation and value for, you know, their beautiful works, which is what they deserve. So that that got me interested to like, you know, see what's happening, join the space. Well, and you've had major success and exposure. So yeah. congratulations. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. If 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 there's someone listening that doesn't know about NFTs or what that means, how would you describe it to them? I would say that NFTs are like a digital asset where you create, sell, or buy um, on different marketplaces like OpenSea, uh, Foundation, and, and more. Um, you know, and it's more than just like selling the artworks and buying the artworks. There's a lot of community to NFTs. There's a lot of different projects like World of Women or Dead Fellas or Cool Cats, um, which have, you know, their own community and their own mission. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of utility to NFTs as well, not just like, you know, creating buying. So that's pretty cool. There's a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah, there is. It's it's fun, isn't it? I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. I just got into it as well. So I'm just addicted have to say yeah. so your next collection is you're going to be a Ramona collection is that is that right is that a generative yes. collection or are those one-on-one one-on-one drawings I mean it's a generative collection I've I've made like around like 100 nfts so far um this year and they've all been one-on-one nfts um but you know I I'm starting this collection with a generative collection so that's that's really cool. I'm actually using um uh to a platform called bueno.art to make this, you know, cuz cuz I can't code. I don't know how to code. But, you know, learning this new tool to um make this collection is pretty cool. So, are you drawing each layer on a layer in Procreate? Like how do you mm-hmm. keep it straight? And then how do you know that <clears throat> once everything's combined, you're going to like the way it looks or does Bueno help you with that? Um, so on Procreate, what I do is I create the base of the character, which is just like, it's no expression, no hair. Um, it's just like the body. Um, so I create the base and then I duplicate it um, and I draw the hair on top of it on another layer. And then I delete that body. Like it's like that. So on Procreate, you can actually make groups. Um, So each group, I created like a different category, like hair, uh, necklace, clothes, uh, stuff like that. So yeah, that's how I kind of do it. 
And then when you upload them on Bueno, you can put all the different traits there and you can organize um, which ones go on top, like the hair goes on top of the body. Oh, yeah. Um, stuff like that. Yeah, because you don't want like hair underneath. I always wondered how that happens. Yeah, <laughs> you have to like organize that, but it's it's really easy actually if once you get interested in using it. Does that cost a lot of money, that program? No, it's actually a um, free platform. Um, oh. And actually about Buona.art, the uh, founder is Pablo Stanley. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also the founder of Robotos, which is like a really cool big um, NFT collection. Actually, I, I went to NFT NYC in the summer. Um, and there I went to his Buona workshop where I, I, I actually met him. So that was a pretty cool thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Who's the most famous person that you've met that you're just like starstruck about? Um, In real life, uh, like I would say one of them is probably like Paulo Stanley. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I got his sign too. I didn't have a paper. So I I got a sign from him on my iPad. So. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. How do you juggle all of these aspirations and collections and stuff with being in eighth grade and studying? And you, I know you go to conferences and stuff. Um, yeah. Um, actually, like going to conferences is like really fun because like being a speaker in many NFT events and sharing my projects and like meeting my friends in like real life is a great experience. But, you know, it can be hard when I have school at times. Because I won't be able to attend every single event out there. Um, I also won't be on social media all the time, you know, since I have like school and homework. But um, I, I usually what I do is check everything quickly in the morning um, and I check it again after school. So there's like these two tools, uh, which will be really helpful even for, um, you know, kids who are having like a hard time struggling with tasks. Like one of them is Trello where you can like organize all your tasks and you know, you can put a time for everything. That's very useful. And another is Google calendar where you can like set up different um, events or like meetings or calls or something. Um, and all the details will be there and the time will be there. So I use those tools to like kind of um, make me remember what I have to do. Cause you know, it's hard to remember everything. I can't remember remember everything. So, yeah, I know with everything going on and all the conferences and I'm sure calls that you have that those are two great tools. Yeah. I just want to be you right now. <laughs> I just think you are amazing. Like you're the person I would love to be at 13. I'm I'm Thank like you. getting there now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So um, is it scary to, or do you get nervous when you're talking on stage at these conferences? Um, actually, my first one was Miami NFT Week. Um, and there I, before um, I was on stage, I was just like really nervous. Like before I was like, yeah, I got this. But right after I was like so nervous, like what if I forget to say something or you know, what if I mess it up or something? But um, actually, I didn't expect this. But when I like went on stage and I sat there and I talked to all these uh, kids who are my friends in the empty space, um, it didn't feel nervous at all. I don't know why, but it, it felt really comfortable and it felt like it felt really cool. So, um, you know, it 
you will get nervous but you know if if you don't um think about how like all these people are looking at you and think about how all these people can learn from you and um everyone else it kind of changes this per- uh, perspective and now when i like talk on stage i'm not that nervous like i still do get nervous sometimes but not as much and it's it's more exciting than it is nervous so yeah i love it you just you get have- used to it yeah, that's awesome advice. Do you have conferences coming up that you're excited about? Um, yeah, I have one in October. Um, I kind of forgot what it's called, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to that. There is one called NFT uh, NYC London, um, NFT London, but I can't go to that because I have school and everything. So I also run an online art community for young girls ages 8 to 13. And I really want to create, have them create an NFT collection. What advice would you give to a girl your age or even a little younger on even how to start an NFT collection? Um, so first of all, I would say like, whatever you're doing, NFTs not or not NFTs, I would say like, you know, do things with passion, do things uh, because you're passionate about it. Um, and, you know, be ready to make like mistakes along the way, because, you know, what's more important is that you keep learning about this, like expanding space and you can ask uh, for help if needed from the professional. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, and, you know, for young artists in this space, selling NFTs is a really great way to like start uh, start up their art career. Um, and along the way, improve their art skills by continuously practicing. Um, and, you know, you can find a lot of amazing professionals and inspiring, inspirational people to learn from in this space. Um, I, I found a lot as well. And, you know, they keep us going. And yeah. Um, and also, you know, once you start uh getting into this NFT space, you'll notice that you'll get a lot more exposure to your artwork um, if you did it. So that that's another cool thing. A lot more people will know what you're doing. Um, and jumping into this space, I, I learned a lot of things. Um, you learn a lot of things when you uh, jump into the space because I, I learned how to make a project. Um, I learned time management. Um, I learned what the metaverse is because um, I, I had no clue what, you know, all this tech stuff is um, or the metaverse. Um, and there's a lot more to learn. So this this space is like ever expanding. So, uh, you know, there's there's more to learn on the way. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you have an Oculus? I do. Um, I haven't used it yet. Um but I did buy it and I'm really looking forward to using it. I think it's going to be so much fun. I actually went to uh, NFT, um, NFT Expoverse and there in that event, there was a booth where you could like see what it was like in the Oculus. Um, one of the VR games that they were like, one of the games that they were making. So I got to try that out for the first time. So now I'm really excited to try mine. <laughs> yeah. I just got one myself and this I, I've only put the headset on four or five times because after a while it makes me nauseous. I'm like getting used to it. But mm-hmm. um, this weekend there is a little Billie Eilish concert 
where you go into the concert and you see her really huge on stage and you're right next to her. And it's just so cool. Super cool. That is so cool. That sounds so cool. (laughs) It is super cool. All right. One last question. My favorite question. I named this podcast Girl Brave. What is your definition of being brave? And do you think you are brave? Um, My definition of being brave is not being afraid to voice your thoughts and share your ideas to the world. Um, Another way of being brave for me is helping other like people and supporting them. And, you know, don't forget to stay positive because that's what keeps you going. Um, And that's what keeps other people around you going as well. And yeah, I think I think I'm brave in a way. Everybody's, you know, brave in a different way. Um, And this is how I see it. So, yeah. Well, I think you're very brave, very talented, very positive. And I've absolutely loved spending this time with you today. Thank you so, so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. You know, it was it was a pleasure talking to you. Um, I I loved being in this interview. (laughs) It was great. It was great to, you know, meet you more and talk to you more. So that's pretty cool. Well, let's stay in touch, please. I'd love that. Of course. Maybe we can meet up in the future in real life. Yeah. Or and until then, we'll meet up in the metaverse. Yeah. How's that? That, All right. That would be cool. Okay. Thanks so much. Have a great day. We'll see you soon. Bye. All right. Wow. Wasn't that just super duper inspiring? I, like I said in the interview, I wish I was Teresa. (laughs) So fun. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow Teresa on her social media um, under Teresa Melvin. I can put her actual link um, in the show notes. But until the next time, please, please, please uh, have a great day and be brave. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.